Hey everyone, and welcome to Cup of Three, a podcast covering reality shows on love and relationships. My name's Agu, and I'm joined by my co-hosts Mabel and Ashley. This season, we're all about Married at First Sight, season 10. And today we're talking about episodes 9 and 10. We've got a lot to cover, so let's get to it. watching episodes nine and ten and this has been a roller coaster of an experience uh i think we should start with mika and michael we have seen a a lot of things transpire with these two we've had some ups and downs uh i think we kind of start out with uh mika working on her hair and michael helps her a little bit which was very sweet and like she was very guarded but like it seemed like a genuine bonding moment and he of course had to talk about how much he loves natural hair which like Go, Michael. Um, but we also have a lot of different things with his job that like is kind of hazy about what happened, that he had this principal job where he was doubling his salary, and now that's like something he is apparently turning down and going to something else, and all these things about the yoga studio where he's supposed to be teaching classes three times a week, and that's apparently not true. And Mika's getting to this place where she's feeling like he's just a liar. And that's like all she sees when she looks at him now, clearly like there's just yeah. this disconnect. And yeah. So, so where do you want to start? It looks like there's kind of this effort being made where like they have these disagreements and, you know, they kind of sort of work it out and then they will go out to dinner or they'll go get pedicures or they'll like do some activity. And it seems like they're kind of on better footing, but it's, it feels a little bit like a merry-go-round right now. Like, what do you guys think? Exactly. That's exactly what it feels like. I don't know. Where do I want to start? <laughs> drama. Think... So much drama. First of all, all the drama. talk about if he's telling the truth or not, because mm-hmm. I am so lost. Mm-hmm. So are you a connoisseur that you've talked about, or, or Renaissance man that you've talked about from the beginning of doing all these 75 different things in your life, and you teach yoga three times a week, or are you not? And if it's not, that's cool. We just want to get to know you. Mm-hmm. And hearing him, him, I am very confused. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he he seems like a an exaggerator, you know, from, from what I'm picking up here. So he does go to that yoga studio and he has taught some classes, but he doesn't teach three days a week, like he initially said, or, or it, it just, it seems like that's his thing where like, it's the truth, but it's, played it's, it's yeah. played up a little bit. Mm. Um, and I could see that being for her, uh, for her, like kind of embarrassing to be in that situation where you're like, Oh, I'm here to see uh, Michael. He teaches here. And the lady goes, do you mean the guy who cleans the room here? Michael? You know, um, so I I could see that and I could see it from his perspective where he mentioned like, hey, they have different owners, Mm -hmm. this new owner, (laughs) I'm not as familiar with them. And, and I I get that, like, these are small businesses, they're constantly switching over. So uh, definitely see that I think um, the main 
like you said, the main crux of the situation seems to be, I don't know if I used that word right, but I'm going to go on with it. <laughs> um, own it. I'm going to own it. Yeah, I'm going to be real confident with it, but say that I'm confident with it. Um, <laughs> I think it seems to be that lack of trust for her. That's the main thing, mm-hmm. like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And her, it seems as if the lack of trust and she's just, not the best communicator. While um, thinking that she is. Right? Yeah. Like, like she really thinks that she oh, can yeah. exactly articulate what she needs and all this stuff. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing, too. So I, I kind of found it confusing how much of a response she had to him not being an instructor. Hey, I get it. He lied to some extent. I don't know to what extent he lied. Um, he invited you and you in some way had to embarrass yourself to ask for this non-instructor. But at the end of the day, what did you lose with that embarrassment? You asked the wrong name, if anything, you know, Mm -hmm. they could have just seen you as a random guest and be like, Oh, are you talking about somebody else's class? Like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It just didn't seem like a big situation to get up in arms about, about being embarrassed. Yes. Other reasons you should probably get up in arms about the situation about you being embarrassed. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that was hitting on that she I think, for me, it seemed like it was kind of like the last straw or something like, oh, this, this man hasn't been honest about all these different things. And now this thing about being a yoga instructor with which like, if he had never mentioned that no one would be like, well, he seems perfect, but he's not a yoga instructor. So <laughs> I don't know. About him. Like, it, it's a nice, learn? it's a nice bonus, but it's yeah. like, that's just kind of an extra thing. Hmm. Uh, so I think for her, it was just kind of like, even this thing, that's kind of like, not <laughs> uh, not like central to who he is as a person, you know, like mm-hmm. I think it's one of those things where I, when they're in the, the earlier parts of this show and they're like trying to boil people down to these like main talking points, I think that's something that kind of felt natural to offer up as like, oh, I teach yoga. But then I think he took it a step further and like, it's, it's more confusing to be like, oh, I sub in some yoga classes, depending on teacher schedules. Like it's just easier to say I teach yoga and that's yeah. not, it's partially true, but it's not like, I don't know. I kind of see that as like a white lie or like, it's, it, it doesn't matter. But then he keeps elaborating on that to be like, I'm it, like kind of insinuating that he's a regular instructor and that's different. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, what are you doing, man? Yeah. And like, honestly, the, I think you kind of, you hit the nail on the head to throw another analogy. Like, I think she's still the main concern is the whole principal. Right. Job. Like, what is even going on with that? Right. Yeah. Like that, that's the main concern is where she thought, you know, because that's what he said that he got this new job offer and it was going to be a big bump in salary. And then the next thing she hears, he's no longer getting that. And he's switching to another school. Um, now, again, with that communication thing, like the way she was attacking him, like, well, well is, there's an offer. They can't just take it off the table. Mm-hmm. It's at will state. Yes, they like that. Like, yes, they can. <laughs> it's what? a it's a Catholic school. I mean, a Christian school if the funding isn't there. Um, but like now that we know that he is an exaggerator or he tends to exaggerate. You know, maybe it wasn't double his salary. Maybe it was a bump up, but it would like, you know, I, I could see, like, I, I don't, I could see why she's frustrated. I just think it's the communication. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of, he mentions it. Like every time she goes 
she gets very intense and his natural instinct is to shut down. Um, and I think that's, that's the problem. It's like, yes, he shouldn't shut down, but like, I can't, I don't know many people who wouldn't in that situation. Like she is very intense. Like it feels like you're in a disp, like she feels like a lawyer and it's like mm-hmm. trying to get the client to confess. Like it's just mm-hmm. hard. An interrogation. It's an interrogation. That's, you don't do that with your partner. That's no. not, that's not appropriate. Right. That's a totally different level of conversation you're having with a partner. And something I noticed too, is that we're starting. Okay. We can sit here and say, Michael is this kind of person. There comes a point where you just have to recognize that that is that person and you're not going to change that about them. So just please move forward. Mm-hmm. He is not going to admit on camera or, or otherwise that he said off camera that he wants to sleep with you on the honeymoon. Like there are certain things in his character and that could be something about him describing. For example, I've known people in my life to be like, they like to just talk up things that maybe are happening in their life. And that's kind of what I saw in Michael. Mm-hmm. So when he was talking about this position, he may have just been going for the interview or talking about it as, hey, his boss or someone tapped him on the shoulder to be like, hey, we have this new position for you. We kind of want to you know, explore you as a possible opportunity in you know, your future. And then come to find out they actually had done the same thing with somebody else. And you, know, you ultimately weren't the final pick. That could have been the case. We don't know. Or it could have been, you know, it was a complete lie. We don't know that either. But it sounds like things maybe just weren't fully set in stone. And But in his mind, he's like, oh, I'm, I got this new job. I'm, I want to talk about it because Pastor Cal is asking about money because you notice he didn't really mention this too much otherwise. Oh, I'm being put on the spot about a question about money. I want to seem like the top dog. So I'm going to talk about this new opportunity I got coming. And then when I have to bring it up again, get questioned by my wife about it, oh, crap, I have to own up to what actually happened. And now I'm hoping to apply to another school. I don't know. I wonder, though, if this is a thing where he seems, I I get the feeling that he doesn't feel like just him and himself and who he is as a basic person is enough. And that's that's really hard. He's kind of coming from this this place of unworthiness of uh, why, if you're secure and comfortable in yourself, you don't have to kind of put on all these different masks because it's just like, well, yeah, like what you see is what you get. Like, this is who I am. If you don't like me, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. but I think he kind of feels like he has to put all those things on to kind of like be a full man, which is really sad. But um, I think like when we when we first kind of saw this, like remember when he first mentioned that he got this new job, it was when he was sitting down with the couples at the honeymoon and it's after he and Mika had this big disagreement. And like, we keep getting all this different news come out. And I wonder if that's like him trying to like, like, well, things with us are bad, but maybe if I like talk about this, it'll seem like I'm good enough. Like, cause he felt like he was failing at that time. Maybe this is just like trying to cope in those moments. And that's when ironically, he's like making it worse by throwing out these things. Like I'm a yoga teacher. I do this and that. And then he's found out and it becomes part of the next issue. Like this is just, it feels like such a cycle with them that I'm just like, how are we going to break out of this? Because we're not using, we're doing the same things every single yeah. time. He seems yeah. like the kind of person that you just kind of have to let talk sometimes and not really yeah. take them, I don't want to say, believe it or not, but not really take them for what they're Literally. saying as much as like, no, they're probably exaggerating a little bit like you're talking about a goo. Let it go. And when you actually see it play out, then you know you can kind of know what's real and what's not to what extent. They're not outright trying to fool you and trying to put a mask over your face. They're just 
hey, they're really excited about this one thing. They probably got to teach yoga before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I think you you can actually you kind of mentioned the whole like not feeling worthy thing, mm-hmm. um, and I think that that seems like the major issue. Like he's trying to make himself seem more a little bit more successful than he actually is financially. He a little bit more worldly. Um, and ironically, every time he does this, he's not getting the res- Like I think in his, in his head, he thinks after he says this, that then she'll be like, Oh, okay, this is great. And then she'll start being for lack of better, for lack of better words, nice to him. Like everything he says mm-hmm. or does, he gets a negative reaction from her mm-hmm. typically. Mm-hmm. Like even the scene where he got her candy like her favorite snacks. Like that's a nice caring thing to do. And her response was like, Oh, okay. Like it wasn't happy. And the few times that we've seen them where it seems like it's okay. He's the one putting in all the effort. Like he's taking her to get for them to get pedicures and manicures. And she gives him a little bit of room while talking about how his feet look crazy. Like, you know, like, it's like, it's never, she's never. I was like, he had to fight. (laughs) That's, that's funny though. We had to pause it so we could laugh. It was, it was a moment. That was great. The struggle 11s over here. Like, yeah, it was, mm, Mm -hmm. yeah. Too funny. Too funny. Mm -hmm. But if you did notice, so one thing I, they kept talking about was trust. So, I think they were very honest in that part of the conversation saying, I don't trust you and neither does the other person. I feel though they never really got past that. So they admitted it. They reached a sense of honesty with each other and felt, you know, opening up, really maybe starting to take a turn again with the relationship. Mm -hmm. And then that kind of resolution of, all right, we don't trust each other. How do we gain that trust back if we want to move forward? Mm -hmm. That never happened. Instead, it was, well, this is why I don't trust you. Well, this is why I don't trust you based off of that. Well, why do you think I would trust you? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like they're one of the couples that has kind of gone into this situation knowing full well that they're they're strangers and they're getting married and they're moving in together. Like they really don't know each other as people very well. And it's like they have this expectation that somehow this process is magical where you don't have to date each other. It just goes straight to like how a a couple who's been married for years would act and that's just that's just not how it works and so like they're i think this thing they need is to be playful and go on dates and be like just not be so serious and and just have fun literally like we talked about this uh, for the whole honeymoon situation with them like go have fun you need to bond you need to have shared positive experiences and not only talk about serious stuff you know like yeah go And it's so hard because I think that would solve so many of their issues because then they would relax and like each other as people and then build off of that. Like this can be playful. I think that's one of the reasons that Jessica and Austin are doing well because they're able to keep it light. But I just, I wish I could go back in time and be like, guys, (laughs) just chill. Something I found interesting though to me was that I see it as, maybe I just like this word, a sense of maturity um, that they're needing to work like, that they don't have right now. This kind of like not being able to talk constructively, not being able to kind of get past previous mistakes, 
However, when you see Mika talk about others' relationships, I was like, whoa, Mika, like, where is this coming from? You definitely know your stuff and you feel like, you know, and you feel open and honest enough to be able to say this, which is great. Like, more power to you. Like, please be honest with, you know, mm-hmm. your thoughts. Mm-hmm. But when you take that and put it into her own relationship, it's like she forgets all that. Right. Because <laughs> it's personal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's all of us, right? Like <laughs> we're all sitting here talking about other other folks' relationships. Like, I mean, sure, we might we might be doing all right, but like we all have things to learn always, you know. He's gonna say speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. Gosh. <laughs> Actually, Agu is perfect. I'm really the one that I, you know, I have no, to you do the work up. in this relationship. So <laughs> You messed up the joke. You messed up the joke. I quit. I quit. <laughs> No, yeah, no, you're totally right. I think, honestly, she, hmm, I don't, ignore the word honestly, but I think she is a very, I think they're both smart people. Mm -hmm. And I think the issue, I think the issue largely is because she is a type A personality. And I think they should have paired her with a person who's a, a little bit more uh, willing to roll with the punches. Mm. You know, I think the, the the issue is, if you notice, she has still never really apologized. And Michael has apologized at this point three different times, one of which crying. Like, he really is trying, but she's not giving anything into it. And if she was with a paired with a person who was more willing to to you know be like yeah you know what you're right like i think that's what she wants to hear a lot of the times that she's fighting and and intense it seems as if if he was to go you know what you're right i'm sorry she would be okay and she doesn't want to hear yeah i could do better maybe on the sides on little things but the major conversations they have no matter what she, it's like they have the whole blind when they're doing the blind trust exercise, all his questions were like light questions. Like, Oh, what are things that you want to do in your life? And she could talk about going and, you know, swimming with the dolphins and, and her different life goals. Her questions to him were, why are you not telling me the truth? Why are you like, she just can't let it go because he doesn't, he doesn't just say, yes, you know what? You're right. I'm a liar. Da, 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 da. I think that's, unfortunately, that's the problem. I just, I think they're not right for each other. Yeah. (laughs) They're just not. Well, I think she really doesn't understand. Well, maybe that's not right. But I think her definition of what vulnerability on her part feels like is different than what he understands it to be. Because one of their discussions when they're at the the kitchen table and, you know, they get into an argument, um, She's like, I, I need you to tell me like a list of things that I can work on to like make make this marriage successful. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, I need you to be more vulnerable. And she goes, I am being more vulnerable. And he's like, no, you're you're not. Like we're this is the type of conversation we have all the time. And he, so he says again, like I need you to be more vulnerable. And she literally goes, how? <laughs> like <laughs> like she was like upset, and it, in her mind, she is doing the work because they've talked about it. And so it's just done like magically. And it's like, yeah, Yeah. like it's just like, they're just completely missing each other in all these major ways. And it's just like, it it just, 
it's hard to see them walking back from this because it's just the same cycle. Like, <laughs> yeah, and like her family, her family gave the warning. No, like they were, they they all said that like she's a strong personality. She like this is what they're talking about. Like, mm-hmm. I I have I know people in my life who cannot lose a conversation. They just can't. Like, no matter what the conversation is, they are right and they're not going to back down from that. And I, you know, these are people I care about and and love, but everyone in the family kind of knows that. So once you get to a topic like that, we all just kind of back off. We're like, okay, you know what? You're right. Because you know you're not going to win that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and it's easy for me to do that with a, 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 you know, an acquaintance or family member. That would be really hard to do with a partner where you like, yeah, you're I don't know how you. Team. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that when you talk to each other like that. Yeah. There's a level of disrespect in that where like, if you, if you can't have a disagreement without like raising your voice and, and being like mm-hmm. in that sort of interrogation mindset, like mm-hmm. that's not approaching. It's like the whole, we're the team looking at the problem and solving the problem versus I'm looking at you and you're the problem. So you need to fix yourself. Like mm-hmm. that's your, it's going to be really hard to move forward as a team from that. Because it's just like, it's your fault. <laughs> but honestly, some people are like that. So like, when it comes to, they've already decided what is important to them, what they care about, what they've communicated. And it's like, well, it's pretty straightforward from there. Like, I don't know what else you want me to do. Mm-hmm. But it's one thing to say it's straightforward. And it's another thing to be like, maybe it makes sense in my head. But when someone else physically is not like that, you can't ask someone to be different right and I think part of this is that Mika is very straightforward in what she is looking for she is looking for sustainability and finances and you know have this um decisive person who is able to own up to stuff that they may or may not have said and how like and all these different things that she is a very to the point kind of person Mm -hmm. but Michael is clearly not like that. Mm-hmm. And she keeps being like, well, this is why, you know, this is how I am. Why can't I just be this simple? Why can't, you know, he just fit this mold? And he's like, well, I'm not like that. I can't fit that mold. That's not me. And mm-hmm. I've even seen this in some, you know, in some relations but I've had with just people in my life that I may want to open up to them about, I don't know, something as trivial as what I you know ate for lunch that day. Right. <laughs> but they have a specific agenda they wanted to talk about. They may just be interested in my work, for example. And they're like, why are you telling me about your lunch? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're like, how dare you try to socialize with me? <laughs> back to, the, like back to your work. Back to your work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's tough. And I think that's yeah. Mika to an extent. She is, she is like, I only care about this and I don't care about anything else. So why are you asking me these questions that are, you know, it's just like, yeah, it's just skipping that dating process. It really is like expecting him to be perfect and not realizing like the person she has in front of her is never like, you're never going to get that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not that person. Yeah. But like when she talks to, so there's a scene where she's talking to Taylor, right. And they're going over Taylor's Instagram post. We're going to get to that later. I mean, social media post. We're going to get to that later, but you can, you see like the way she addressed that was different, right? Like she thought Taylor was wrong. You could tell she felt Taylor was wrong, but she didn't just straight up say you're wrong. She was like, 
well, maybe, maybe so-and-so like, mm-hmm. it's how you say it. It's not what you say. Like if that was, if she was with Michael, it would have been, well, no, you're, that's wrong. Like you gotta, you gotta give them room, mm-hmm. you know, like you gotta let the, uh, you gotta give them space to grow or to, to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And it's that, like, I, I just, I don't feel like she's giving him. Do you think she just has different expectations or a higher standard for him than anyone else? She's just now meeting on the show. That's a good, that's a good, I think that's a good question. I think yeah. it's that because they are married, she is now associated with him. And so because she holds herself to a high standard and she's a high achiever, if her partner isn't like that, then that means that that, that has a reflection on her in some way. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's kind of that, or like, if you've ever like, I don't know, like been with your, your siblings or something in public and they like do something on purpose to embarrass you. <laughs> I think it might, it might like, <laughs> right. I think it's kind of like that where that's maybe the feeling she gets where it's just like, this man is a representation of me now, you know, I'm supposed to be, I'm stuck with him. Like this is a marriage. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I've had that definition of success and like he has to meet that definition, not his own definition of success. Yeah. It's the standards she's holding herself to. And she's just extending that And they're They're really high and maybe a little unrealistic. And she like to both of your points, she's not letting him be himself. And that's kind of like causing more friction than needs to be there right now. Wow. That that's, that's great insight. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely had that like, in past relationships where there's been times like in public where I feel embarrassed by them. And I'm like, Oh, it's not really that. Like, it's not really about them. It's more that like, I'm next to them when this thing happens or when they do this thing. And it's like, Oh, why'd you say that? Or like, why'd you do that? And you know, like, it's just, it's just letting it go and be like, okay, that's, that's just on you. Mm -hmm. I'll be with you because of these other reasons, but it's not a reflection on me personally, you know? Yeah. Like totally. not everything is about you. <laughs> That's a good lesson to learn. <laughs> yeah. And like in her head, she's Take thinking, away. Hey, <laughs> in her head, she's thinking like the, I, I want him to be better. I know he can be better. Yeah. I get that. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. That's so kind of coming out of this like self-preservation place, I think. But anyways, what do we think? Do you, do y'all think that they're going to last or no? <laughs> I mean, I feel like I've been pretty consistent with the no, I don't think they're going to last. And I'm staying with that. Mm-hmm. I I just don't see it. I I don't. <laughs> what about you, Mabel? Last week you said yes. I'm back to my no with them. Oh, I wanted to have hope. <laughs> they were my favorite couple in the beginning. I know. And I yeah. saw some revitalization from them. But, oh, my gosh. Like, this is bare, you know – bones who they are as communicators is just not meshing and communication is such an intricate part of a Mm -hmm. relationship that yes there are things you can work on but to your core if you are just too different unfortunately doesn't always work out Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. i'm gonna have to join you there last week i had said yes as well because it seemed like they had kind of turned a corner but i don't look, look we got some work to do with these two i'm hoping um again if they just been some more time in some lighter situations, you know, 
go out on dates and do these different things. Like it seems like a lot of the other couples are being really intentional about like, Oh, you're interested in this thing. Like one of the batting cages or going, mm-hmm. you know, we should take a cooking class, all these different things. It's like, if they just, I think if they did that, it would help so much. But I think so. But after seeing this, I'm, I'm wondering like some people have a way of being that they just have this standard of a person and, and how, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How you should be successful mm-hmm. and don't really understand alternatives. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if that's also going on with them. Right. Yeah. And I, I, I hate to continue to, Oh, I know we, we got to go. No, no, no. I just realized something. I, I just realized what I was describing. I was describing that parent who wants their kids to be a doctor and their, their kid comes and tells them they want to be a singer. Oh yeah, I'm for like, sure. I'm pretty sure that's what I see right now with Mika and Michael. Yeah. No, you're, 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 yeah. Like she's the, the African slash uh, <laughs> Chinese slash whatever traditional parent you want to use. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Right. Cause it's like, yeah. Like, no, no, you need to be a doctor. You need to be a doctor. <laughs> Like it's always that I don't. Do you hear your mother's voice right now? <laughs> she doesn't even have that type of accent, <laughs> which is the worst part. She's got a his, yeah. his mom's so, from Alabama. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doesn't have a southern accent though. But um, yeah, you're right. Like it's she. She feels like he can achieve more. And I, maybe that's why he's exaggerating and embellishing all these things is because he he knows that and he feels like, okay, well, I can't say that I just teach every once in a while. I have to say I teach there mm-hmm. often. And I can't say that I'm just a really great uh, teacher. I have to say I'm going to be a principal. Like it's, you know, it's a, it's a bit unfortunate. And I I still think, and I hate to always bring it back to this, but I just, I think she, like, I could honestly see Michael doing okay with another person. And because not everyone is that type A, like she's just so type A. Um, And that's fine. Like, you know, if you're a type A personality, you just kind of, you, if you know that you just need to find someone who will, who will mesh with that. Who's flexible to that and doesn't really care. Yeah, you know, and not that, and that person doesn't, they're not lowering themselves, but they just know, yeah, I choose my fights. I'm not going to fight about this, you know, like, okay, you want us to go to this restaurant, even though I don't really like it. All right. Like, I'm fine with that. It's, I just want to go out. Like she needs that type of personality Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to go with her. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I said that. Yeah, exactly. Like that's what. Like if he said that and said, you know what? I don't remember saying that, but if you, that's what you think I said. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, apologize, even though you, I, you know, he he feels like he didn't do anything wrong. Fine, right. that's okay. Right. And, and move on. And move on. Yeah, and maybe you you could say that that's not healthy, and that she should be more willing to work with the other person. But um, it's. That's true, but I think that's her personality where like when things get tough, that's what her, that's what she's going to revert back to. Um, so that's, it's unfortunate, but I think we all got no for them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> big shocker. <laughs> and somebody no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> um, okay, so next couple, 
we got here Derek and Katie, um, uh, or as I like to call them, the let's talk about love every five seconds couple. <laughs> um, so overall, it seems as if the main issue they have is they have the conversation concerning um, Derek saying that he's never fallen in love before and he's never told anyone that he's been in love. And this is really disturbing. Katie doesn't like this. Um, it seems as if she's worried that this might be similar to her previous relationship where she said, I love you to the person first and the person did not reciprocate that. And I think, uh, or she even mentions that she's worried that this might happen in this Derek relationship. Um, they also had a very relatable moment where they're mid fight, but they already had a date scheduled. So they're like, well, we got to go to this date. We can't cancel this. And uh, they're at the, it was the Arab, Arabic. Oh, um, yeah. The- oh, aerial yoga, not aerial yoga. Is it acrobat? acrobat? Something up in the scarves where you're doing the twisty things. It looked really cool. Yeah, I want to do it. It looked really, really cool. Yeah. Um, and it was very interesting seeing that because the drive over, you could see they still had that fight. They were still a little salty. And then once they're there, they're in it. They kind of open up. Um, and they uh, they had a great exercise where they were able to tell each other how they wanted to be loved and what was important to them. So up and down for them, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, what are your uh, your thoughts on Derek and Katie, uh, Mabel? Um, I thought it was interesting that she brought up the point about vulnerability. She mentioned when they were eating dinner together that she has been able to be vulnerable in the past and she kind of called him out for it. She's kind of like, obviously you have to put in work to fall in love with someone. It just just happened with a snap of the fingers and you have to become vulnerable yourself in order to let yourself fall in love. I kind of thought it was, she brought up a really good point. I thought with that. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is true. And I was happy to see that after all these talks he has had with people about, guy, you have got to put your effort in there. Like You can't just expect life to come to you. He is now finally seeing it. He's now like, oh, okay. She maybe needs me to try a little more. She maybe needs me to show that initiative a little more. Mm-hmm. And from there, that will grow. Right, <laughs> Laugh, right. Wait, oh my gosh. His face when they were talking about the Jenga beat red, clearly turned on. I was like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm watching anymore. I feel like I'm watching a teenage, like, like romance. It was a lot. It was a lot. As a a fellow person who's not blessed with the melanin, it's really (laughs) annoying because all your feelings are shown on your face. My face is red right now and I'm just warm. (laughs) Like, it gives away everything. I felt bad for him. I was like, oh. You can't even hide what it. If, what if you just had like a thick layer of foundation to block it off? Like you'd be all right, right? You'd be good. That's Can how that works. Right? Oh, no. oh no. I feel like Zach has had makeup on. I mean, hey. Often. He can if he I just here's first of all, I cannot get over the fact that Derek seriously will say hey do you want to want me to make some dinner great i'll go make some mac and cheese as a grown-ass man that that's a full meal like what that's a that's like a side like what like get a rotisserie chicken like it's five dollars you can have your mac and cheese on the side throw some veggies on this like it's it's so simple and like it whenever we see couples 
on this show that are like struggling so hard with cooking, I'm just like, how do you feed yourself? Like, <laughs> how do you feed it? Like to me, cooking Pretty is just like, blue apron for them. <laughs> uh, Hello Fresh. <laughs> oh, Hello Fresh, sorry. Hello That's Fresh cool. Gods. Um, please email us at cup of three podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Thank you. We will accept uh, Bitcoin and in uh, <laughs> females. No, but just like the, I, I guess I could understand that like cooking is kind of intimidating, but it's really just following directions and like trying and we need to eat because we're, <laughs> it's just a basic need. And it makes me so frustrated when it's just like, well, I'm not a good cook. And then they just don't try. Okay. I'm done ranting about that. <laughs> I'm just like, do better, man. Oh, no, 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 no. I want to join in on this rant. <laughs> like, I know this is about love and relationships, but, but now I'm sorry, mac and cheese. Like, the mac and cheese. Is mac not and a, cheese. Like, I, he did that once. I was like, okay, maybe you're, you're running low in time. You have to do that. Next episode, he does it again. That's not okay. And also, no sides. We got no veggies. We got no, <laughs> no protein. No protein, nothing. Just mac and cheese. Just always mac and cheese. They should have cut up a hot dog and thrown in there. <laughs> That's some struggle meal right there. That's some struggle meal. meal. Oh my gosh. We've no, done I, it. I've done it in my life. I, but I mean, they did make it obvious though how in, I don't know, inadequate their, their cooking skills were because they were like, oh my gosh, we're adulting right now. And I'm like, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to uh, want to applaud you for your attempt at adulting right now. <laughs> I just also, you can. You can just Google, re- like that's, you can just Google recipes. What, like, it, come on, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? That's what me. I liked though. So their cute little inside joke they created off of the eggs. I thought that was really sweet because like, they kept bringing it up in their cooking class. And which again, I thought that was really cool. They had a cooking class in by Jeopardy too. Um, I liked that they were like, oh, you know what? We're fools at this. We don't know, but we're going to make an inside joke out of it. Hey, mm-hmm. you know, when you make eggs, you kind of like need something in the pan before you put the egg down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Need a little oil or something in there? Yeah. <laughs> How do you not put oil in the pan? How? I just, oh my I think, goodness. Honestly, it, it, <laughs> I just feel like learning that skill is only going to benefit you more and more because you get to eat delicious things. And to your point, Nagu, it's just Googling it. And that's like, I, that's I see it. it as like, I think people get really pigeonholed and like, I'm good at this. I'm not good at this. I can do this. I can't do that. And the the wonderful and beautiful thing about being human is we have the capacity to learn and we have these little rectangles we carry around with us that help us learn things that we just anything off the top of your head if i wanted to learn how to say good morning in mandarin right now i could google it and learn like i am able to do that so it's just like reframing everything as like i just haven't learned that yet not i'm bad at that now (laughs) you know what i mean yeah. It's just like, yeah. but I, I agree. Like they, they really came together and were like on the same team about it. They were joking about it, even though the smoke alarm went off. Like it was like kind of a cute <laughs> moment. And I was like, oh, this is a good sign because even when things go wrong, it's just like, eh, okay, we'll, we'll figure it out. You know, that's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, to kind of bring it back to the love and relationship portion of it. Uh, <laughs> no, I want to talk about cooking some more. God. <laughs> I mean, Hello, I Patrick, love food. Like, listening. <laughs> If you want to do a podcast about just food, I'm not. I'm not against it. But um, Everyone us eating food. our favorite food. <laughs> but I, I had a. I wanted. I have this theory. I wanted to. Yeah. I missed your statement there, but it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Oh. Um. I had this theory that I kind of wanted to throw out and get your opinions on it. So, 
she keeps on focusing. It seems as if she's focusing on the love. Like, how have you never fallen in love? And, and that seems ridiculous to me, right? It's like, it's a word. People can use it when they feel like it. What matters is how you feel. But I then pulled myself a, a away from that. And I thought maybe she's viewing her concern is if you've never fallen in love, you've never had a serious relationship before we got married. And I think that's interesting because I, I, I would be concerned if I was her, if I was uh, married to a person who's never had a serious relationship beforehand. And um, the thing I would oh. add to that though, is not just say he hasn't had a serious relationship. It's that he hasn't taken a relationship seriously because I'm hearing from her say, well, then you're not going to take this seriously and you're not going to you know, try to fall in love with me and I'm going to end up getting hurt because I know I'm going to try. That's exactly. a very good point. That's a very good point. Yeah, I think that's a really good way of wording that is like he hasn't felt, he hasn't taken a relationship serious enough to want to fight for it and mm-hmm. to, to put in the work. And if I look at it from that point of view, that makes a lot more sense to me than you haven't said, I love you before. Like, that's like, I don't, I was having such a hard time understanding that, but if it's a taking a relationship serious, I get that. And hypothetical question to you, would you feel comfortable being in a relationship with a person who hasn't had a serious one or uh, a, a relationship that they were willing to fight for? in the past would you be comfortable like committing to them or marrying them or just dating Mm -hmm. them potentially entering a serious relationship with them yeah so like maybe it doesn't have to be married but getting into yeah serious relationship Mm -hmm. been in that situation while i was her and i've was dating someone seriously who had never been in a serious relationship before Mm -hmm. and i went into it trying to have an open mind of you know Everyone has to start somewhere, right? I'm not going to sure. not date you even though I want to just because of, you know, some checkbox you haven't marked off yet. Right. Um, however, what I noticed as we developed our relationship was that as part of going through a serious relationship, you learn more about yourself and you grow as a person and you start to recognize what you do, you know, look for what you don't want, those kind of red flags, et cetera, et cetera. And it was kind of... I don't know if humbling is the right word or just hard to be that almost like guinea pig to somebody else because I entered the relationship knowing exactly like I'd already been in a serious relationship before, you know, I have a little clearer picture of what I'm looking for. And I Mm -hmm. know exactly why I may or may not want to be with you at this time. However, I know it's a bigger risk because you don't know. And so you're kind of like guesstimating and, you know, Mm see where it goes Mm -hmm. that is that's yeah that makes so much yeah that makes sense it's it's scary to be in that situation yeah i think i don't know how comfortable i would be with it i think if i i mean like that person enough to be like kind of dating them or kind of like in that like almost dating space Mm -hmm. then i might like just give it a couple of dates and just feel it out a little bit to see if i felt like they were mature enough for that but yeah, I think about what you said, like there, there's so many things you learn about yourself while you're in a relationship and going through that process, whether it's 
last forever or not, especially the ones that don't like, those are the ones that you really grow from, um, which like, there's just some stuff in there that like, you wouldn't really know that you're missing or like skills that you need to have. And to, I think I would kind of feel like in that position where like, I'm kind of like teaching the other person, like the ropes. And that would be really difficult to kind of feel like there's, um, like a mentor mentee relationship when you're trying to see if you guys could be on the same team and, and be kind of like moving forward together in some way. Um, so I think that would be really hard. And like, I mean, I haven't, I I haven't bitten my tongue at all about uh, how I feel about (laughs) Derek and I, you know, someone like him who's kind of like very idealistic and kind of has these very naive views on love. I, for me, I just, I see it as, somebody who's gotten their storylines and all these different things from like TV and movies and all this stuff that's not based in reality. And it's just like, I, there, I don't want to be the one to teach you that all that stuff isn't exactly what you think it is. Yeah. You brought up a good point about the mentee mentor relationship. Because yeah. That's exactly how I felt Katie was talking to him. Like, I know yeah. this may be a question for you. I know this may be a lot for you to handle right now. I'm like, mm-hmm. interesting how that changed from, I'm got, an equal partner to, I got to teach you. And mm-hmm. it just kind of seemed awkward to me. That's such a good point. Like, I feel like I mentioned this couple all the time, but <laughs> Iris and Keith, right? Like, like, <laughs> I was them. like it's like, nine Charlotte married at first sight. Yeah. It's like, all right. The, the problem, at least for me, when I watched that, that whole storyline, it was like, I don't think he, his concern was that she was a virgin. The concern was this, like, I don't, she felt as if she'd never been in a serious relationship. And yeah, it's like, it's, it's like, he, I remember he then mentioned, he's like, I don't know if I want to have to teach you. He literally said, teach you, you know, like I I totally, I totally get that. And it's like you said, it's unfortunate. It's kind of like, um, like at jobs, job interviews or job, um, if you're like applying for a job, there's all, you never see we're looking for a first time person. Most of the time, it's always like <laughs> you need to have two years, of ex- someone else. Mm. two years of experience, three years of experience. Like it's and and I think like that's why, right? It's like we don't want to teach you how to have to deal with this. Um, but like you yeah. said, everybody has to learn. Like it's a bit unfair, but um, we're talking about a marriage, and I think yeah. like. When, especially when the dynamic is it's the the woman in the the marriage where she feels like she has to do this for the man like I think eh, broad generalization here but I feel like women tend to be a little bit more mature like if we're looking at the same age between men and women I think yeah. women tend to be a little bit more mature yeah and so I have definitely felt this in past relationships where there's like you kind of feel like you're raising them in some ways, like not in a creepy way, but like, uh, like I need to teach you some of these things. So you can kind of get to my level sort of a thing. And like, there's a lot of like work that's hard to talk about that goes into that. And I, I could see like, we've, she's kind of had thrown these comments out before about like him having roommates and all these different things. Like she sees him fully. She understands where he's coming from, what his stage of life was before he came into this. And it doesn't seem to be a major issue, but it's definitely a concern that's like on her radar. And I think this is just another thing to the list where it's like, this dude isn't serious. He's just still growing up. And 
I also just, I don't know if this is mean, but like, he just kind of seems like somebody who hasn't been through a lot of really hard stuff. Like he just seems like he's kind of been like, and like been able to get through life and just like, not really be um, knocked around too much. And that might be unfair, but like, that's just the vibe I get from him. And there's kind of, I, I understand her hesitation completely. And it's not to say people don't grow in relationships because we are always keep growing as people. Mm-hmm. But I think Katie recognizes, and she even said it, I'm kind of past that chase phase. She is looking to grow in a certain way that right now she's going to have to delay in a way if she has to first right. her, get there. Exactly. You know? Like she's cool with the mac and cheese. She's cool with him not being able to cook because those are some things that like she's kind of in the same spot with. But when we talk about other things, then it's kind of like exactly what you just said. Like she kind of has to pause so he can catch up so that they can then move forward together. And that's, oh, that's hard. Yeah. And I, I don't think your statement was problematic. Like there's, there's a reason why guys tend to be older when they, like I say tend to be, yeah, like they tend to be old. They tend to date younger. And I think that's why like women generally speaking mature faster than men and you know, a person like there might be a two year age difference or a three year age difference or a five year age difference. They might be the same mentally <laughs> age wise. So I definitely get that. Um, all that being said, so like I definitely understand her thought process and I, I agree with you both. Like I would also find that difficult. Like I, I've been in relationships with people who were great and amazing but kind of like you said they'd never they hadn't gone through anything and it, I, I it just felt as if oh i'm gonna have to teach you about the world you know <laughs> like and like not i don't here. <laughs> yeah and like that's not like you want about the whole ass world <laughs> like what <laughs> no really like it was like Uh-oh. Like, yeah, a- like that all that being said she's in this marriage now right like she's married so you're it you like you, you skip the dating phase. You're in the marriage. You got to give him the benefit of the doubt yep. now. You know, so I think that's the problem. Is she still has that, and I get why she has that, and it's a legitimate worry. But you're in it, so you can't, you can't do that anymore. You're gonna have to believe him when he says what he feels. You have to believe him when he says that he cares about you and he thinks he's going to get to that place. Yeah. You have no choice. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. But to be fair, he's very receptive to like kind of the different guidance that she is offering. And even like little things on his own that we've seen him do, like taking initiative with her dad and asking for her hand in post marriage. And um, even like the health insurance thing where he was like, Yeah, I actually like figured out at work I can have my wife put on my plan. So, like, they and, you know, obviously, I mean, everyone needs health insurance, but she has diabetes and that's something that she's managing and him looking out for her in that way you could tell she was like all about that and like I mean how that's that's like caring for someone on such a basic level that's that must have like really been a strong moment for her of like oh he's thinking about me in this like kind of boring administrative way but looking out for me nonetheless And, and even talking about like where they might live after the process is done and past decision day and all this stuff like I think their their actions are moving in the right direction and they're able to they seem for the most part to be able to talk through these things and like they get kind of heated at times but like it's been medium to mild enough where they can kind of ride it out and get through it 
And so like that makes me feel like they'll be maybe a, a little uh they're growing, you know, they're growing. Yeah. And she said it like during like Mavelle, you're right. Like that scene where they were doing their exper- uh their exercise together. He was red and super like you could tell he he was like shy, but then like also turned on and all that weird stuff. But <laughs> Like, very the moment he started to take charge, she was all about it. Oh yeah, like, like that was, was like it. what? <laughs> yeah. you know, like it's it's like, uh, like y'all gonna have to leave. Like bye. Right. Yeah. I don't like, know how many hints you can give to the production group, but get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that's the thing. Like if just take charge. Like I, like I swear that like happens to. I don't know about everybody, but like that happened to me in high school. I was like, oh shit, like you want to take charge. <laughs> it's it's like, you should do that. If you feel a certain way, say you feel a certain way. Um, go for what so you want. Yeah. Go for what you want. And like, that is an attractive thing. So I got like, after this episode, I have better hopes for them. Like I, mm-hmm. I have high hopes for them. Um, so I've, I've consistently said no. <laughs> yeah, you have. Um, that, uh, I was worried that they were burning too hot and would essentially come back down to earth. Um, I still think that's going to happen, but I really, really like them as a couple. So to, uh, to answer if I think they're going to stay together, I'm still going to go with no. <laughs> I thought you were <laughs> ramping up for a yes. I know. Speaking <laughs> of jobs you're like that, that employer that's like, so we really, really liked you, but no. But we're going <laughs> to let you go. There's uh, no severance. Get out. <laughs> Production, get out. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, no. <laughs> okay. well, well. Um, for me, right now, Derek and Katie is a yes. Mm. I saw a lot of good things from these. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my yes from last week. I think um, they're moving in the right direction. Absolutely. So I'm being a hater. Then. I'm being a hater. Okay. Now let's talk about a couple with the cutest nickname: Justin, Jessica, and Austin. <laughs> You're welcome, the world. You're welcome. All right. So. I really like just, they just show so many couples goals. Oh my gosh. Them talking about, she is everything I want. You know, I am so happy to see her. She's a highlight of my day every single day. It was, thank you. Thank you for reminding us all what love is. (laughs) Like, this is what it's supposed to be like. (laughs) Yes. I'm just like, this is just wonderful. Just so happy. Obviously, they're very private people, and that's why I don't think we get to see a whole lot of excitingness <laughs> on camera from them. But it just seems like it. One thing I will note, though, um, Jessica has these little things that come out, like you know her needing words of affirmation and her almost being a little extra critical of him. And mm. you know, I'll I'll get to this later. I'll ask you later about the you know saying I love you first, but just little things that she kind of is looking to check the box with. And, hey, maybe talk about other couples in this. He is just like, all right, this is who she is. You know, take it or leave it. And clearly, I, I love it. So I'm going to take it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll hop in. Like, I I think she's a bit of a type A personality to kind of bring that back again, you know. And he's okay with that. So, like, it's kind of an example of, you can tell that generally she has her things that she prefers to be done a certain way. And he's 
he used it in, like the watermelon <laughs> or uh, or just even little things like oh this should or be organized this way and he looks at it and he goes all right like it's not that big of a deal to me um, their date night where they went uh, what was that the batting cages mm-hmm, mm-hmm. adorable like mm-hmm. that was a great date it sounds like she that was her date idea yeah like it was really good and you could tell he enjoyed that you can tell she enjoyed looking at him do that she was feeling all kind of all about that booty she's turned on by that booty they're both booty people they're both they're both booty people you can tell um so like i uh yeah uh so so my answer (laughs) uh my answer is uh I think it's ridiculous that she feels as if he needs to say, I love you first. Um, They have, you can tell they have a great relationship and a great rapport with each other that even if he didn't feel that way, uh, if if he didn't feel that way back, that he wouldn't be disgusted or put off by that. Um, If you feel it, say it. I don't, I don't see the the issue there Um, in terms of her being angry about him taking a year to say that in the previous relationship again, that like it could have been a high school sweetheart. Like you don't know enough information for it to be a red flag. So, um, arbitrary number right now. hmm? It's an arbitrary number right now. Yeah, exactly. It's so arbitrary. Um, so definitely I, I feel like she should say it. If you feel it, say it. (laughs) Yeah. I think, whatever has happened in past relationships, every, I think everyone's trying to like get Intel on their partner, like through understanding like what their love history has been. And I know that was like a big theme that they, you know, purposely made them talk about um, where I, I think you can infer a lot of things from there, but it's really not based on a lot. And I don't know how helpful it is to go into detail on those things. I think it's like, if that happened in the past, it's in the past. It was a different relationship. It was an older version of yourself, all this kind of stuff. Like, just focus on what you've got going on right now. And for them, like, they have, like you said, this amazing rapport. They're being really playful. They're being so flirty. Like, they're really, truly dating each other right now. And it's working. Like, they're clearly smitten with each other. Like, she is all about him. And I think she's just getting really fixated on that as like a marker of like their success or something. And instead of looking at the whole picture of look at the context of this, like it was funny because she had, they had that scene where she was like, um, I just want to say, I love you. And, you know, I, but I got to wait for him to say it first. And then like, they transitioned to another couple and you know how they say like day, whatever of mm-hmm. the marriage, it was like day 18 or something. And it was like, <laughs> Like, look at the big picture. Like, you guys are doing amazing for the short amount of time you've been together. Focus on all those good things. And this this love thing, the word, using it back and forth, that will come naturally. And especially for this thing about wanting him to say it first, my assumption is that she's saying that because she's the woman and he's the man. And we're, like, conditioned a little bit to, like, kind of be chased and kind of be always be sort of um, waiting for him to make the moves in these heterosexual relationships. And like, you know, he asks you out on the date and he asks for your number and, you know, he's the one chasing and all this stuff. Like that, that's all fine and good if both people are down for that. But my position is like, 
we were saying before, if you like, if you want something, then you got to go for it. If you feel a certain type of way and you want to express that, express it. Like it, there's no trying to follow rules in these situations. Like all of this is just, it's just unfolding as it does. And you can't, the the illusion that you can control, like how long it's going to take you to fall in love, how, at what point you're going to feel like you can say that and feel comfortable with it. Like that's all just, kind of made up so just if you feel it say it and like like in in agu and our our relationship i said i love you first and he was like i was literally going to tell you tomorrow like (laughs) we were on the same page you know and it just it it just i don't think that matters and we get so like worried about what that means and it's just i don't know it's just based on stuff that doesn't matter just do just be honest just be honest when i heard her say that she didn't really give context for why, like, you know, we're hearing all these other couples say, I can't trust you because I don't feel, you know, you're ready for a relationship because, and like, it sounds like they really put some thought behind it to at least some extent. But to me, it just sounds like Jessica was told somewhere by someone that this is the way relationships are supposed to be. And that could just be straightforward societal norms. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that she ever took the time to challenge those societal norms. I actually think for myself, and do I agree with that or not? Because if you do, like you said, Ashley, by all means, hey, go for it. But if you don't, like, did you consider that you maybe think it's that big of a deal, really? Or did someone just tell you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. are you happy right now? That's all that exactly. matters. You have a great relationship. Yeah. 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 Weirdly, I think guys are, to make a broad statement, I think... Because I think the main fear, and I don't know about her, maybe with, so I'll say this for other people, the main fear tends to be the rejection, right? Like, you don't want to say, I love you. And then the person goes, thanks. You know, (laughs) or like, (laughs) well, and I am, I think guys are, we have an advantage with that because typically you're the person who's asking the other person for a date, you know, like. I have asked people for dates before and they go, no, or like, you know, I like you, but not that way. Like you, you, you get used to dealing with that rejection and being okay with it. And then, you know, you keep on, you talk to another person or like, you just continue living your life. Um, And I think, like you said, society in society, generally, if the thing is you're supposed to be chased, that means you've never like you have the, you've had the, the warm opening, like the, you've never had to make a cold call to use a sales term. <laughs> like you already know the person wants the product. So it's a different way of dealing with the, <laughs> it's a different way of dealing with the, the situation. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> jeez. I totally uh, feel though, Jessica and Austin, Justin would totally say something like that. Oh, I yeah. feel like Dylan's words. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're just so corny like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Definitely. Oh, Definitely. yeah. So, um, so I do think part of it is just like they're doing so well. They had to find something to have as the drama for their episode. So this was the thing in terms of the editors mm-hmm. because they're doing so well. Like even this, like they've been together for, like you said, 20 something days. Okay, she'll say it, like, I'm sure in another month, she'll probably say it, or he'll probably say it, and they'll be okay, you know, so. Um, so I think I'm in for some surprises here, but what do you think? Yes or no? Are they going to last? <laughs> this is 
Oh, oh, I am team Justin all the way, always and forever. I still believe these, like they are the strongest couple they have been from the start. Like, mm. hell yeah. And you picked them from the beginning. So you're doing my, my couples aren't looking great. You're doing a lot better than I am in terms I'm of not taking any chances. So <laughs> scared money doesn't make any money folks. Scared money. Look, I invest money. over the long term. Okay. Hey, that's how moms work. You make money over the long time. Hmm. Boo. <laughs> Put it all on black. You got a good <laughs> casino. Um, so yes for you. Yes for me. I, yeah, they're, they're going to make Three it. Yes for me. All right. So Taylor and Brandon, we, uh, hmm. this is just like the, the never ending ups and downs and tragedies. I don't know if we've really had a lot of ups with them to be real. <laughs> At first. Yeah. I feel like, so the, the main problem that they've been, just circling around is um, that Taylor got upset and she posted um, this Instagram story about how she's looking, her minimum requirements for a man are he's got to be six, three and he's got to have a job. He's got to be sane and like all this, he can be any race as long as the dick is right. <laughs> like mm. she had a, it was like the eggplant emoji eggplant emoji. I'm translating for, uh, a non-fluent emoji thanks so <laughs> and my main issue with them and with her really is that she will not admit that what that like her posting that video was antagonistic mm-hmm. she stands by that it was just a joke and it's everyone else's fault for interpreting it as being negative towards brandon And even though people have been very direct with her and honest, even Mika saying that like, well, maybe that, can you kind of think about how that would feel if like he had done something like that? And, you know, Dr. Pepper, of course, brought that up too. And she just will, she really has her heels dug in that like what she did was okay, kind of because he had made mistakes in the past with them which is like super problematic where it's just like, again, we're not, we're not working for the same team here where it's me versus you. It's me looking out for me and, and all this stuff. So like I, all the feelings about this, but I'm going to open it up. Like, what do you guys think? Okay. (laughs) Where do we start? Right. (laughs) Yo, so much drama. So, so, so much drama. I shoot. Okay. Where, where do we start? Um, Okay, so I think to kind of go back even before her joke post, (laughs) because it's just a joke, man. Why don't you get it? Um, I just called her terrible husband. What's that's that's a joke? (laughs) Yeah, I just said I'm a single man, a single woman out here. How would that be related to you at all? Yeah, (laughs) as my husband. Speaking (laughs) of lawyer speak, the way she's like, he never told me that he doesn't like it, but I'm going to assume that he doesn't like. Like, oh my goodness! Like, we know. <laughs> so, uh, but even before that, so in the previous episode, she makes this bomb, bomb ass dinner, um, and it's just oh, we it's got so good. like mm-hmm. this show. The food, the to bring it back to food, the food has been slacking on some of the other couples. That looked delicious. I she had like sides, she had a salad, and like multiple proteins like it, it looked great and she finishes the dish and um goes to take a picture of it 
and Brandon gets all attitude like um, with that. And it's like angry that she's doing it for her followers. Um, and initially I was like, I take pictures just for myself. I don't need them post it. Like if we go to a restaurant and we have something that's amazing, like I want to remember having that, like that was a great. And if I, if I prepare something awesome, I will take pictures of it too. Be like, yeah, I did that. I did that. <laughs> I got through down, you know, like, so I was very much on her side um, for that scene. Um, and, but then to kind of actually like, you're so right. Like, she finishes preparing that she takes the picture and then immediately angry, sour, a little bit of an attitude. And you can definitely tell that she feels as if you got to do whatever you need to do to make me like you again. Like Mm -hmm. she views it as if you need to earn me. Um, So then for her to go and then make that video immediately after that post, which is ridiculous absolutely ridiculous and it's so ridiculous that i I kind of believe her when she says it's a joke because like it's one of those things where like you know what comedians will do something be completely straight but it's something ridiculous is happening behind them like maybe because that list was kind of long like it was (laughs) like six foot three saying something was blocked out i wonder what that was Mm -hmm. You can tell there was like five different points on there and they only showed four. I wonder what that was that they felt wasn't clean for television. Um, but um, yeah, just just ridiculous. I'll let Mabel go first. Like what, uh, how do you feel? Um, it just kind of like made me question a little bit um, how much he wants to try to get back on the same page with them because okay, you may be annoyed with her photo taking, sure. But where is the, hey, babe, do you mind just putting the phone down real quick? I'd like to enjoy this meal together. Um, There was no kind of even attempt to be Mm -hmm. like, hey, let me try to remind her that I really like to spend this time together. It was Mm -hmm. just like, you could see him boiling, like, as he just watched her. And then until it spilled over and he just blew up at her. And, okay, we've already seen Brandon does not know how to communicate to save his life. Um, And (laughs) it clearly was no different in these episodes, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just struggling a little bit, both sides, though, to see how much their effort is really sincere. Because on the one hand, he's not really trying to be much of a better communicator. And Mm -hmm. she clearly didn't even want to be in the show. She wanted to be in Temptation. And, okay, she may have said that even in a side passing to him at one point, but... She would be... I'm so sorry to cut in. She would have been great on that show. She would have been... (laughs) Like, like, she really would have been awesome on it. And it's unfortunate that she didn't make whatever casting process. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think she doesn't really seem like she's in, like, wanting to be in a marriage. She's just very much, like... If it works out, if it works out, it works out. It's almost like the flip of Derek, but talking where he talks all about love, she's just talking about if he's good enough, he'll be good enough. Yeah. It almost kind of, like, do you guys think she kind of set him up? Because Mm -hmm. all of their actions, like, 
they had this disagreement on the couch, which like all this different stuff. And it's, they're kind of tense and they're not really relaxing and really spending that quality time together. Do you think she kind of set it up so that she could tell the story of, I made this fantastic meal and laid kind of the groundwork and we'll see what happens. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. was that genuine, do you think? Like a genuine try? I can see it being more like a checkbox try. Like, what I I did something. I did the thing. I tried. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That is a good point. I didn't think about that. Like, because that's a great way of, if she's viewing it as storylines and she's like, hey, she made this amazing dinner for him and he couldn't even appreciate it. Yeah, like maybe. I could totally see that. Um, it's, it's So we've kind of mentioned the whole, like, we don't think she, she was there for the right reason, essentially. It's a big thing on Bachelor to use that term. But um, I don't think, because I know in The Bachelor and Bachelorette, like, that's a big deal. Like, if a person isn't there for the right reason, it's a bad no-no. Mm-hmm. And of course, you want them to be open to love. But I don't actually view it as that bad of a thing. Like, if if she was there to build her career and find a husband, like you can have both. You can try to go there to uh, build your following and your, your, your brand and get a husband too. Like I, like it's doable, you know, like we, there are other couples on this (laughs) who've been through married at first sight who now have other shows who Mm -hmm. have all the stuff because of the show spinoffs. Um, and they have a person that they're really happy with and kids and whatnot. So I I don't view that as necessarily. And I, I feel like I'm probably in the minority. I think a lot of people would feel angry about that. And I get it. Like, it's icky. Um, but I think the overall, it's her feeling is he needs to win me over. Like, it's not, they're not at neutral ground anymore. Mm-mm. Like, it feels mm-hmm. as if. It's it's funny if he would do a lot of the things that like Michael was doing, where like if he took her to get a pedicure and a manicure, if he took her to uh, different sushi restaurants, stuff like that, like it, that's what she's looking for, and he's not doing that. Um, like I, I honestly think if he was like, all right, you know what, let's go to whatever place and spend a night there or go out, like she would like that. Mm-hmm. But that's not on, like, that's a bad way to view a relationship. Mm-hmm. You can't, it's unsustainable. Bad. Yeah. Because well, it's not rooted in anything real. Exactly. And even the thing that Michael is doing, you know, pedicure and stuff, that's Instagram worthy, right? Like, that's the kind of <laughs> stuff that she would like. You know, when we would post oh, about shoot. it. You know? Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my man. <laughs> well, and so what's interesting, too, is what you mentioned that their couch conversation. I don't know what it was that maybe before the camera started rolling or at least the aired part that we saw she was not even looking at him she was so checked out of the conversation clearly did not want to have anything to do with this kind of love conversation with him she was so fed up and just literally doing it because she had to you know yeah q i'm here because i i don't want to get fined with the sports reference over here. All right. Hey, all right. I see <laughs> so, I, and I also did notice, though, um, 
I, I don't really like the whole, you know, you're catching an attitude. You're catching an attitude mm-hmm. from him. Because I'm like, yes, she was upset. She was clearly not in the mood. And granted, you know, I think she had some grain of truth when she's like, well, if I'm going to be in a mood, just like deal with it. Doesn't mean don't try. Um, you know, both sides of that story. Um, but it just seemed like there was this point of her making sure it's about you, it's your fault, and him making sure it's about you, it's your fault. But never are we going to say, hey, I had some part in this. Mm-hmm. I recognize this. And we even saw that in the nego- in the mediation when they were talking. Mm-hmm. Neither of them clearly wanted to spend no. time in saying what they did wrong. No, of course not. Yeah. yeah, and they're so, you're totally right. They're so focused on what you did to me, what you did to me. And they're not owning up to their stuff. And like, that's literally the only way they can move forward past this in a healthy way is say like, yeah, I, yeah, I posted that Instagram story. Of course it was about you. I was upset. I feel like I'm not getting anything from you. And I lashed out. That was messed up. I'm really sorry. It won't happen again. And next time I'll just talk to you or something like whatever. But they're, they're clearly not able to like talk that way. They're clearly not able to, Put down their egos for a second and it, and it's just like they're both so exasperated <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, how do you even start a conversation with a person like that and like mm-hmm. even in the mediation like he stepped out he was like i'm done i don't want this and then he walks it back when he's like meeting up with his friend yeah. which like ago and i had this whole conversation around like i'm so curious what their contracts are like because uh I, it seems like he really wanted to leave but i it's like he wasn't able to and mm-hmm. like oh that text message or whatever <laughs> yeah, message you showed us, <laughs> he was scrolling for a good 20 seconds. I don't know what <laughs> a lot wrote. of words. A lot of a, like, I have never but, seen anyone scroll that much in a single message. What in the world? But he, uh, so both of them painted the picture that it was the other person's fault hmm. to be like, to be fair. And he did walk out. So I don't know if they really had a chance to talk in the mediation. Yeah, no, they didn't really solve anything. Did they? Yeah, I think my main problem with her uh, is you got to own up to it. Like if you're, I kind of, now that I think back, she did this earlier when they were at the honeymoon where she was filming him um, He while he was sleeping, he woke up and you could, that's what made him angry. Another thing that bothers me about like the way they communicate with each other and the way they kind of like, tell the story of what's happening is I feel like they keep using the term like negative energy to like describe just like bad communication. And like, I mean, I don't, I'm not opposed to like kind of speaking about vibes that way, but like, to me, it's like being so abstract that you're not really dealing with the real problem. Mm -hmm. So like he's saying, she's like, well, I want you to spend time with me. And I feel like when you come home and you just say, Hey, and then you go to your room and play video games. Like I want you to like, want to hang out with me and I want that quality time. And he's like, well, if I come home and I'm not getting like good vibes from you and I'm getting that negative energy, then I'm not going to try to push it because it doesn't seem like that's something you want. And so like, they're both just not, they're like too scared to try. Mm -hmm. And then they're resenting each other for not trying, but they're both doing that. So it's like, again, it goes back to just owning up to what's our situation right now, owning up to what are the things that I've done that I'm not really proud of? How have I been disrespectful and unkind? 
-hmm. And then we can start spending some time together and all this stuff. And I think like for Brandon in particular, I don't think he was ready for this at all. Like he's the kind of person where I think if they had been set up to date one another, where they spend time together and then he goes back to his place and he gets his time to decompress and be alone and process. And then they come back together again. And like the way that most relationships kind of progress in that way, naturally where you start to spend more and more time together and you, you become more and more vulnerable with each other, you spend more time in each other's spaces and you, you ease into it. I think that's just what he really needs. Like, I don't think he's set up to be successful in a, in a thing like this. And it, it, I question a lot of like how the experts are selecting them because it seems like this is another thing they should be filtering for is people who are adaptable to these types of like extreme situations. And he doesn't seem to be one of those people at all, (laughs) like at all. Yeah. Yeah. But to be fair, like, I mean, at least my initial response uh, reaction or impressions of him he like with the deep voice and uh, he seems more confident than yet you, you would yeah, think they're supposed to be experts. Like, yeah, like they, they're yeah. supposed to be able to see through that kind of facade. Yeah. Like, but like, I, I think there's th- an element though of like fact checking, fact checking from them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Be like, okay, you say you're confident and right now you're giving me this confidence, but I want to see you in an environment where you maybe not aren't so confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I I don't know what that would look like, but it just feels like this is, if they had done even the slightest amount of kind of probing into his life, then this would have been uncovered. And I just don't think they were really ever set up to be successful, like based on what we were seeing in them and their like core traits as people. And that's just, I don't know, it just sucks. Cause it's, these are, these are people who are invested in this process, whether it's for the same reasons or not, like they're mm-hmm. still, their feelings are being affected. Their whole life is being affected. Like this is something that's not out for the whole world to see, you know, like I, I would like to think that all aspects of this show are set up with the intent of these couples being set up for long, healthy relationships and marriages. But right. I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to tell sometimes. Yeah. I feel maybe I'm giving there's there's definitely been couples that I'm like, oh, what were you guys doing with them? I, I I see why they match them, you know, but you're right. Like clearly he he wasn't prepared for this. Um, that actually kind of gets me a question, brings to mind a question. Um, so I hate to do it this way because it normally doesn't matter. You know, relationships are about being in a relationship. It's not right or wrong. But I want to ask, who do you think is right? Like, who do you think is more responsible for this relationship not working? Um, So to kind of answer my own question for a brief moment here, (laughs) I'm setting myself up, basically. But um, I guess we can just leave the bell. He's got the rest of it. Oh, folks, I got this. Um, <laughs> you just ask himself questions the rest of the time. That's a great question. I think. <laughs> Are you always Look, right? You have to use You're yourself always. in a third person for a little bit. A goosey. <laughs> Pull up Brandon. Brandon used himself in third person way too many times. <laughs> in this episode. Oh. Um, but I think in the beginning, like the first earlier, the earlier episodes, it felt as if Brandon was the issue. Brandon caused this. 
Um, and, and I do think she was very rightfully angry. And although the way she handled it with the whole, you need to basically prove yourself to me. I don't, I didn't like that, but I, I understood and empathized the social media post though. It changed everything for me. It really did. Like, I honestly, like when he, during the the conversation with Dr. Pepper, which we should definitely have a whole thing about Dr. Pepper because she did amazing this episode, like such a professional dealing with two. Through all the BS. Dr. P came through. She amazing. Um, But to kind of go back, like after that social media post, when he said like, I can't do this anymore. I totally understood. Like if that was me, there's nothing else we're talking about. Like it's done. It's done. Like they were already on Rocky ice. Uh, <laughs> they, they were on Rocky shaky ground. <laughs> what, like I, if, if I was in that situation, I'd be it. I'd be gone. And I totally understand why. Like it's not only the, the post, but her playing dumb. I can't stand that. I find that so frustrating. And she did that earlier in the honeymoon where, mm-hmm. Okay, is it should he be angry for you recording him in the morning? No, probably not. But the entire day she's like, "Oh, I don't know why he's mad at me. Oh, I'm just going to keep on doing other stuff." No, you know why he's mad. You know, you know, is it the right reason? Maybe not, but don't play dumb. And she did that again with Dr. Pepper. Like, "Oh, I don't know why he he I came back and the keys were there and he wasn't he left." I have no idea what happened. I have no idea. It's also like you don't really want to take time to reflect, right? So if you did sit there for five minutes and sit with yourself to be like, what happened today? If he went to bed fine, I woke up and then he woke up upset. And with this, like we, yes, we're in an argument, but what was probably the trigger that happened? What happened just before he left? It's like, that doesn't really take a whole lot of no. science. To the be first like, one was literally recorded. You can look <laughs> and watch it and see what happened. He left the room. He, he left the room. Here we go. He, he, the and then he got yeah. mad. I just feel like it's, it's, you know, she almost wants to be... So yes, in the beginning, I think it totally was his fault. There's a lot of self-awareness, though, unfortunately, I I don't want to completely blame him for because it just feels like there's just a lot of investment he needs in his in his own self-esteem, his own self-worth, his, you know, um, okayness with being awkward sometimes that I feel has led into all of these ripple effects that we see in this show to be like, what are you doing, dude? Um but now it's almost like, okay, yes, he may have caused that, but she is definitely not trying to fix this. She, you know, sees the relationship is broken right. and she sees an opportunity to try to fix it. But she's like, nah, I'm gonna let it go. She checked out. Yeah, I think she's, it's like, she's choosing the storylines that serve her best. And it's mm-hmm. like, there's like a bit of manipulation that I'm seeing in there. Like now that we're seeing a couple issues come up, like that's why I posed the question of like, do you think she kind of did a setup with the making the meal thing? Because she can now bend the facts a little bit to be like, like if they literally didn't have a conversation on camera where he like with the honeymoon thing, if they literally didn't have a recorded conversation of him saying, I was really upset when you put a camera in my face when I woke up, like that freaked me out and I didn't like it. And like, I just, please don't do that. 
if if they don't have that, then she can just be like, he never told me what was wrong. And she can play stupid because the fact is that they didn't have that literal conversation. So now she can act like um, she can tell everyone, I don't know. He just woke up and was like really weird and he's ignoring me and he's all upset. And it completely omits what she did because it's, uh, that's not one of the facts yet, you know? And like, now we're seeing that in all this other stuff where like, she's like making this meal and, you know, she's, taking pictures, whatever, that's, those things are really benign. But then that leading into the their discussion, and then I don't know if it was actually that night that she made that video or like the timeline of that exactly, but let's say it was. Like now you can say, I made this wonderful dinner, I'm trying to make an effort. But then in that actual dinner, when they're talking, she's not making any effort. No. Like mm-hmm. you're, you have the fact of that's you made a dinner, awkward. but that, that could be made with whatever intent you just felt like cooking that night. Like it wasn't, intention to be like I want to show him I'm trying and I care for him and like this is a way I'm just gonna show some love and and then you have this video and since he literally didn't tell you to your face that I didn't like that and that made me feel like I was being attacked then she can again say I have no idea why he left and now Brandon left and that can be the next fact in her story and like that's so None of those things are are the behaviors of someone who's on board with even trying here. So then when she's with Dr. Pepper and is just like, I really want to make this work and I really want to be married, all this stuff. I'm like, I'm going to call bullshit on that. Like, (laughs) I don't, I'm not seeing any actions that are showing that you're actually trying. I'm seeing you talking about it a lot, but you are not forgiving him. You are not giving him space. And so ironically, even though he has not been a great partner either, he has actually admitted to more of his own faults and mistakes than she has. And she has acted like all of this is being done to her and that she's quote unquote trying when that is just not true. And so if you're going to be that vindictive, work that stuff out. Don't, don't put that on someone else. Like it's all like damsel in distress thing. Like I think she's playing the victim. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like when she met with her friends, I was like, you got some shit friends because they're not, they were acting like it was so funny. Her video, they were not calling her out for it as like, you're not acting like a married woman. I don't care if that's a joke. Even if she really did think that that was a funny joke, learn that that's not an okay way to, to talk about uh, yourself. If you are literally married, like right. no matter what happens, it's not your business. And that's the describe. thing that I really wanted to bring up too. We've seen a lot of really good friends mm-hmm. in these in these couples, people that they can go to support, people that will call them out when they're crap, and people that genuinely want to see them through, right? But it seemed like these two, maybe it's just these two that she asked, and maybe she painted in that way, but it just seemed like no one really cared to maybe kind of question, hey, I know this is your side of the story. What do you think if we were to ask him? Or what do you think there may be an alternative to the story? Like, it, none of that was there to be like, is there any maybe ownership you can take in this? It's like, hey, look, I got a, a brunch. You want to look up some hot guys there? And it's I, like, what was that? What was they, that? They felt, I hate using this word. I'm still going to use it. They felt fake as fuck. They really did. They're like, oh, we just came back from whatever trip. You could have been there with us. Oh, my goodness. Da, 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 da. It felt like a TV show. Yeah. It really did. Like, I mean. It felt like, like a, like a another script. reality. It, no, it, it felt like another reality TV show. Like it felt like a Housewives of Atlanta or whatever you want to throw in there. 
Like it really felt like that. Like it just felt so fucking fake. And the whole, he doesn't deserve you. Like, oh, fuck him, whatever. Like not even really talking about it. It's just yeah. validating whatever she's saying. Right. Yeah. And some people want those about- in their life. And I think we also saw that from the beginning though. Her whole description about like her family describing her was just clearly they are all huge number one fans of hers, which is great. You want people in your court. Um, but now we're just seeing the full extent of that to the point that everyone is in your court to the point where they will never contradict anything you possibly say, even if you go, you know, possibly say go off, jump off a bridge. And <laughs> hey, like there are supporters in your life, and then there are people who are genuinely gonna recognize when you may not be doing things in your best interest and are gonna call you out for it. Mm-hmm. And gonna make sure, while they also are your supporter, that you're able to become your best self with, you know, support along the way. Because for me, that's that comes from like a true, truly caring for someone. Like, I just feel like if those friends were more genuine and like really cared about Taylor and, and her growth, they would say that she signed up for this whole process to be married and to find a committed partner mm-hmm. and to grow in this new way that she hasn't before. And instead they're like, oh, you should have been on this trip with us. Or like, oh, like clearly like trying to kind of pull her back into her previous life and Mm -hmm. not seeing her marriage as valid in any way. And maybe they were validated for them before. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and And that just, it sucks. (laughs) And like, these are the same friends who are like tearing him apart. Like you can like stuff like that, you know, like it's, it's funny before all of this, before like I, so I felt this way. Clearly that's why I'm mentioning it. The whole, like her playing dumb, but I remember like reading the comments, a lot of people fell for it. You know, like it ironically, if she didn't record this video, all the like manipulation she was doing would probably work. Like he looked like a, awful person and she looked like i mean we said multiple times like she's amazing and i can't believe that Mm -hmm. she's trying so hard like she looked like a saint and he looked like the evil bad no good boyfriend husband and she just took it a little bit too far and now you can kind of she showed her hand like and now you can like you said now i'm like questioning oh my goodness so she was manipulating you're right like she was in manipulation when I think back to the friend scene where she like, she mentioned to them, Oh, look at all the things he did, but don't talk to him about it. Like, was that a setup? Like, did you want them to have drama in that scene? It's, it's amazing. Yeah. I have no trust in her anymore. No. I'm like, Nick, you're not for, even if you did sign up for this and really want a marriage, your, your expectations for what that was going to be like, were so unrealistic that you're, you have no business being here. Like I'm done. I think like, <laughs> You know, when she kept talking about the swag in the beginning and wanting someone, um, I I kind of just get the impression that she wanted a yes man. A yes man that's six foot three has a, you know, big eggplant and, you know. I keep on good. thinking. But like, she wants an NBA player. Like, let's be real. Like, she wants a baller NBA player. And that's maybe, fine. She can post all of her Instagram. <laughs> like, that's literally what I'm getting from this. Like, like is she's looking for a... I mean, she's goes on a lot of vacations and trips and stuff. Mm-hmm. How are you paying for that? Like you need to have, a, if you want to have a certain lifestyle, you need the income to, to go with that. And that's fine. I have no, there's no judgment from me on that for that. 
Uh-huh, uh-huh. It really feels like that. And if that's what you're looking for, there are other shows to find that. Uh-huh. Take the one. <laughs> and I mean, it, it, it maybe seems like to her future, she was very focused on how can I get to my next big level? And, you know, this mm-hmm. is a really good opportunity to do it. And to your point earlier, maybe I could find love along the way, which is even better. Um, you know, clearly we're in season 10 and we've seen couples season one through nine have this huge success off of it. Um, I don't want to deny that part of her intentions at some point were real because it seems like she is someone who wants to have that partner in life. And for that to happen, she recognizes that, you know, she has to put herself out there, try things new, like go on the show and maybe try, you know, here and there, like cooking dinner. But then when it comes to like so many other couples we see on this show, when it comes to any kind of difficult thing that gets put in your face, yeah, I'm out. Right. Right. Wow. I want all the good parts and none of the work. Mm-hmm. And she said that. I want the good Brandon. I want the, the nice Brandon. I want the great Brandon. What does that even mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are your thoughts <laughs> mm. on these two? I mean, yeah. I'm a, I'm a hard pass on them. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I'm over watching them. Like, they're just, they're such a mess at this point. I'm just like, this isn't even uh, interesting to me. So I'm going to say no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also saying, but... This is like her DMs are going to be popping after this show. So like she will find her, the person that she's looking for probably, but Brandon isn't the guy. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. No. Maybe she just need to be a little more honest in the get go to be like, listen, I have a high expectation on looks or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say a no, just because it seems like they've lost respect for each other as people. And it's just really sad to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I feel like we did a, I had such a 180 with her. Like, I really, really thought she was cool in the beginning. Yeah. She does seem super cool. Yeah. And now I just, yeah, just seems disingenuous to me, unfortunately. Uh, to uh, the last couple, the one that I ride or die for. <laughs> I've been, I've been fighting for these guys, Mindy and Zach. Um which to go back a little bit, you know that Brandon and Taylor are doing Brandon and Taylor are doing bad when they're comparing themselves to Mindy and Zach. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, so <laughs> this episode or these two episodes, we had a lot of the same conversations of them wanting, you know, Mindy wants them to move in together because they're married, you know, and uh, um, we get a lot of circle talk from from Zach. Uh, they had a, a great date night um, mm-hmm. uh, with they're playing card games or doing mass. Their dogs are around. It was just, it was very cute. And you can tell, oh, I mean, she mentioned it in the following episode, she was let down that after all that chemistry or I'm assuming chemistry that he then left again. Yeah. Um, so, I, I I know that I I'm a sucker for wanting them to make this work, so I should probably go last. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm biased, um, and I, I acknowledge that. So uh, I'll Ashley, uh, what do you think about a? Uh... First of all, Zach has a really great sister who was able mm-hmm. to see through all his BS and call him out on some stuff, and I. I think that really helped him kind of like snap out of some of his overthinking 
So I was really, really excited that that happened and that she was that person for him. Um, you know, because of course she like met Wendy at the wedding and kind of saw the beginning of this and now is like, wait, you're not living with her. Like why, if I were her, I would be really upset. Like it, you're overthinking like I do. And like, she kind of knows where he's coming from because she knows him well. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought that was really great that he got that advice. Uh, despite that, despite, you know, um, who was it that they, I think it was Dr. Pepper, right? That they talked to um, about like the moving in thing. Like after all of the things that they're saying to him about like, well, this is the way we move forward. This is how you show that you're committed. He was like, well, I'll strongly consider it now. Like he didn't his words again. Oh. And like, I feel so much for Mindy because she is getting tired of putting herself out there over and over and trying to give when they do have the little time that they do to give it the space to, um, you know, grow and for them to be relaxed enough to really enjoy each other's company and build that bond so that he will move in. But she's, she's getting tired of it. Like she, she even said like, I can only be rejected so much. And like that feeling like, that's a that's a really really tough feeling where you you really want that that person to be around and to spend time with you and they're choosing not to like mm -hmm. i've been in that position before and let me tell you it is super painful it is rejection every single time that door closes and it's the worst but i i worry that if he doesn't get his shit together soon that she's just going to be like over it and it's there's going to be no turning back and she's giving she's really really trying here but i don't know how much she has left in her because it's mm -hmm. it's a lot and she's starting to laugh at the whole situation too she's just like yeah here we go again zach's talking in circles <laughs> and it seems like her from her end she tries to talk to him and he talks in these circles and then i almost heard him say he feels he needs to be convinced to want to try almost like he doesn't want to fix this almost when he was, you know, in his zigzag way of explaining things. I kind of heard him say, my feelings never changed. You know, when they're on the rocks by the water, my feelings never changed. You know, I, he said something that made me just think that he was trying to convey that he doesn't want to try and to try and fix this. Um, and, I totally agree with your, you know, moving in part. Okay. In the beginning, Zach, you definitely thought this was the best choice for you. Mm. Now we are how many weeks later from that initial decision to think that that was the best for you too. And you are talking to experts and other people's opinions to say, maybe that wasn't the best for you. When are you going to let go and say, maybe I made the wrong choice in saying moving in wasn't what I should do. And maybe if I really want to try, I should move in. Right. Like when are you going to take another person's advice to say, if you actually want to make this work, this is how you possibly do. And I loved that Dr. Pepper called him out on saying, we thought you were going to be concerned about not being attracted to her. And we told you from the beginning what happens and what happens, you know? Mm -hmm. I love that they had point blank asked him that and they showed the clip and I was like, oh, like, it's not like this was a big surprise. Like he had considered this as a possibility and seemed to just not think that it would happen. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. <sighs> that was very frustrating and it almost sounded to me when he was describing Mindy he was saying that she doesn't get it you know he was saying that like her intelligence almost isn't there 
And I was like, wow, jerk, you're like basically calling her dumb. And when in fact, you don't really try to get someone to get it. You want to speak in, you know, Mandarin when someone speaks (laughs) Japanese and be like, oh, you got me, right? Like, (laughs) no, if you are going to convey a message, convey a message. And if you are going to ask, does that make sense? And someone says no. How about you try to actually convey your message again a different way and actually attempt that you want to get through what you're trying to say, not, oh, I'm afraid of like how she's going to take this. So I'm going to say it in a super backwards way and maybe it won't offend her because she probably won't even get it. Yeah. He says everything without saying anything at all. Mm -hmm. I think that's what Mindy literally said was like, he just... It, that to me was like the biggest insult where he was like, it, like you said, insinuating that she didn't understand him mm-hmm, or like mm-hmm. didn't get it when mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. is the most difficult person to understand. Other people on this show have even said that. And they're like talking heads about, I think Austin once after their lunch was like, yeah, I don't really know what Zach meant when he said that. Like he talks in circles a lot. Like people, this is a known kind of thing. It's not just our reaction of him. Like everyone is getting that vibe. And so, like, just kind of telling him too. It's not a surprise. What? Like, <laughs> and it's yeah. like the lack of self awareness where it's like, really, no one's ever told you this before, dude? Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What was cute, though? I don't know, Agu, if you want to bring it up, the Tantra session. Oh, okay. Uh, I will go into that. Uh, I will first. Here I go. I'm putting on my cape. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to defend Zach. This is hard. This is a hard one. Um, I, the chips are down. I bought stock when it was really low. And it got um, lower. It got lower. <laughs> it's looking like a bad investment choice, but, you know. I'll have a bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think his sister summed it up perfectly. I think he's overthinking this so much. I think he's really, really, really overthinking this. Um, And he's overthinking it so much that to bring up Dr. Pepper again, who she did so great this episode, he's not even considering Mindy. Like, okay, you don't feel attracted to her. We know this. I mean, you don't feel physically attracted to her. We know this. That doesn't, you can live with someone that you're not physically attracted to. They're called yeah. roommates. <laughs> like just, just hang out, sit on the same couch. That's, that's great. Yeah. Roommates all over the world. I have had many of roommates. I have not found a single one of them attractive. We got along fine. Like, like it's just, it, he's overthinking it so much and it's make it's so hard to watch as he talks in circles just because he doesn't want to say, I don't find her attractive and I'm scared. That's it. That's all this is. You don't find her attractive and you're scared. Just say that. Mm-hmm. And you can, and I think we all, Dr. Pepper's acknowledged it. Even Mindy herself kind of knows this and she's just wants him to give a, just try. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is very, very, very sad. And I'm, I'm starting to get to the point that maybe there's, there's maybe there's something else like maybe there's something else going on where, I mean, Ashley, you've kind of been hinting this, like I've had this theory for a while where like, maybe it's not just physical attraction. Maybe it's something else too. And I don't know what that is yet, 
but it's just it's he's too adamant on not living with her um where it now feels like it's like oh if i do this it's going to look really bad in hindsight so i just can't do it um so i don't know if he has a relation like if this is a, a luke and kate situation where he might have a relationship somewhere else or mm. i don't know what but it's it's looking really bad um all that being said, to bring it back to like the Tantra uh, exercise that they had, if he put in two, just a little bit of effort, like Mindy is trying so hard. And like that scene when they, when they had that exercise, um, I, I don't really understand that. Uh, and I would like to do more research on it. But like Mindy was so happy. She was like, oh my gosh, he's trying. Like he's 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 showing some effort. So I'm really curious what you guys think because the, the main issue here I think is that uh, Zach is not moving in. Do you think he's even gonna move in during this process? Cause it's getting pretty late and it's we're coming to a head here. So like, is he ever gonna do it? I don't know. What do you think, Ago? Put it on my cape on again. I think he will. And I think once he does, I think once he does, uh, Mindy has been trying so hard um, that when he moves in, because I do think he will, they're going to be better. And I think they're going to actually stick together. I uh, think that he's already made up his mind about how he feels about her, about what he thinks going to happen, about whether or not to try and he just keeps wanting to paint it in such a nice pretty I'm always considering your opinions factor or picture but it doesn't really seem like he's actually taking into account anybody's opinions but the one he decided so long ago that he doesn't want to be with her and so I don't think he's ever going to move in I think he's just like acting like he's trying but not actually going to ever try that's how I feel too. Cause I always go back to, because his communication is so sloppy and unclear. I'm like, okay, well, what is he doing? And the fact is he's kind of spending time with her, but it, it doesn't seem like that's very intentional. It's like, she kind of seems to feel like she's always available and just waiting for him to check in. And that like, again, I've been in that position and it sucks. And at a certain point you're like enough enough like it's it does whatever vision i had of what this could be in my head it simply does not exist mm -hmm. and so it's i i don't see that changing and i like i've said like i think there is something specific going on that we have not seen we have not seen addressed and talked about and that i think that'll come to light later i'm i'm hoping so at least in the reunion or or further on um, after we can like see what happens and do some <laughs> more research on like the season without spoiling um, I'm so curious what that is, but I just, it, he seems so hell bent on not moving in. I don't, I just don't think it's going to happen. I wonder yeah. if there's like, you know, there's always that couple that gives us a curveball in the reunion episode. Mm -hmm. I wonder if there, to your point, like there is really something going on that he's not telling us to why he doesn't really feel like he needs to try. And I don't know what that is. Mm -hmm. Okay. You are all right, and I am wrong. I acknowledge that I am wrong. I know this, but recorded in time. 
Let me, let me, oh, it doesn't happen often. So I'm willing to accept it when it does happen. Um, that was very cocky. I, I'm keeping it. <laughs> so I still look, so why I think they're still going to stay together. Mm-hmm. Honestly, nothing to do with him at this point. <laughs> really not. But Mindy is so good and she's trying so hard that if she, it, to bring a sports reference, like sometimes you can have I've, a person who's so talented that even though your coach is awful, your general manager is awful, they are going to drag you to the championship. Hmm. You know, like LeBron James did this many times in his career. Um, and Michael Jordan and so on. I just feel like if she, if he puts in a little bit of effort, she is going to take that and make it into a beautiful relationship. Like if he, if he puts in just a little something like when, if I'm hoping he finally does move in and they're going to be great because of that. And should it, should they still stay together? Probably not, but I still think they will because if he does try, she's going to make it work. Like she is, she's that good. Yeah. I think the root of it though, is that he is showing that he is completely unwilling to be vulnerable with her. Like the moving in part, like that's kind of a symptom of it where he Mm -hmm. seems to really need privacy for whatever reason or have his own space literally. But he like, he does not speak openly. He doesn't really talk about how he's feeling. He doesn't, you know, like if the dude had a stomach ache, he would give a five minute soliloquy about how, you know, pain is all over the world and we experience it in different ways. And sometimes it feels this way and it's like a a wind through the mountains. And you're like, wait, what are you saying? He's like, like really what he's saying is I have a stomach ache, but he's making (laughs) this whole thing. Like he does, he just, he's not straightforward about anything. So I don't see if that's not changing either. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. the, the moving in part is the next further step of that, of like demonstrating vulnerability through, I'm going to literally share a space with you. You're going to see my messed up hair in the morning and you're going to whatever. Like it, Mm. it's just, it seems really far-fetched to me. Yeah. But like we've seen, like I've had friends who, I know this is a cliche, but like the, the girl that they were dating, I'm like, she is not the best person for you. But if that per like, you know, but my friend's like, Oh, she, I, she is hot. So I'm willing to put, go through hell because of that. Like that might be a Mindy and Zach situation where she's like, I find you so attractive that even though you're not a good partner, like, you know, I don't think carries you so far though. It does. Yeah, but like we've seen couples on this show where like we were like, "Are you sure you want to stay together?" And and they're still, I'm, they're I'm talking about nasty, Beth. Like, this rude I'm talking about Beth and Jamie. I'm like, how are you guys still together? But like they, they both find each other incredibly attractive, and they're willing to deal with the drama that comes with it. And, you know, I'm trying. I'm trying to argue for them. It's hard. I don't know. <laughs> Are you still thinking yes for them, Magoo? Or are you going to switch camps? Oh, no, I'm staying. I'm staying. I'm not buying any more stock, but I'm not selling the stock that I yeah, do have. i rolling my eyes at you. <laughs> <laughs> I, deserve uh, it. I deserve it. I'm a no for them. They <laughs> will not have my vote. 
for like I don't think they could ever do anything at this point. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm a no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. It'll be such an awful season if he doesn't move in. Like you gotta move in at some point, man. Yeah, like you didn't do anything. Uh, 